0: Welcome to American Dissident Voices. I'm Kevin Alfred Strom. Last year was the 20th anniversary of Jewish Harvard professor Noel Ignatiev's pronouncement that the white race must be abolished. Ignatiev urged his fellow Jews and their Gentile psychophants and dupes to quote, Keep bashing the dead white males, and the live ones, and the females too, until the social construct known as the white race is destroyed. Not deconstructed, but destroyed, close quote. A clearer call to dehumanization and genocide has hardly ever been uttered. In those twenty years, the Jews have made good on their plan. Recently, a creature named Donald Yakovone, also ensconced at Harvard and who gets some filthy lucre from the wildly misnamed PBS public broadcasting system, bemoaned the fact that in years past, American school textbooks actually passed on the idea of white American identity to white American students. He wrote that, quote, "...embodying the values to be treasured by rising generations of Americans... Textbook authors passed on ideas of white American identity from generation to generation, as if that was a bad thing. And I hardly need to tell you that in this age of Floyd, the war on white people has accelerated by orders of magnitude. It's so obvious that even Joe Sixpack and Sally Soccer Mom are aware of it, though they may be unaware of exactly who is behind that war, and they are largely still afraid to say much about it, except in whispered remarks after carefully looking over their shoulders. Still, there is progress. There is increased awareness. Just look at the headlines. Professors want academia to stop citing straight white men. Want to heal yourself from toxic whiteness? This class can help. White men must be stopped. The very future of mankind depends on it. I don't think they thought that one through very well. They need to have a nice long sensitivity session with Professor Ann Lesby down in the Women's Studies Building. Racist white women, an American legacy. America's getting less white, and that will save it. We must end white privilege at any cost. I could go on and on. And does this relentless anti-white onslaught in the media and the academy have consequences in the real world? You bet it does. For one thing, it drives many among the lower races into a violent frenzy of anti-white hate. Just this week, an emergency room physician Dr. Michael John Mamoni of Laguna Beach, California, was peacefully riding his bicycle down the road when an enraged male black drove his luxury Lexus automobile directly into him from behind. After striking and partially crushing Dr. Mamoni, the black, named Van Roy Evan Smith, exited his vehicle got out a knife, and repeatedly stabbed him, killing him, all the while screaming about white privilege. The congoid and the doctor had never met. The grotesquely ugly and lower-than-animal creature had apparently no motive except rabid hatred for a good-looking white man. The National Alliance demands a public investigation be made of all of the killer's phones and computers and other devices to determine if he was a consumer of any anti-white media prior to his murderous act. An additional investigation needs to be made of all media outlets who knew about but either removed or never published the fact that the attack was racially motivated. Even worse than the incitement of non-whites to violence is the criminal and immoral promotion of the idea that it is somehow wrong or immoral for whites to be cautious around or avoid interactions with potentially hostile non-whites, or indeed to have or express any consciousness, whatever, of their own racial interests. What is the antidote to all this? First, raising racial consciousness among white people. Second, organizing ourselves into an unstoppable force. The second part of the plan depends on the first part. And that is the purpose of the Love Your Race campaign of the National Alliance. Beginning on 7 February, next Tuesday, and running until the Tuesday after that, 14 February, Valentine's Day, spread our National Alliance Love Your Race flyers and stickers and other graphics all over your community. It is very, very hard for our enemies to condemn are totally positive love-your-race message without making themselves look very hateful in the process. Every February 14th and in the week leading up to it, we in the National Alliance work to build among our fellow white men and women an awareness that we should love our race. For more than a decade, Valentine's Day has been the culmination of our Love Your Race campaign. I've provided links in the text version of this broadcast on nationalvanguard.org for both color and black and white graphics, some for 8.5 by 11 sheets, some for banners or stickers that you can have printed and distribute widely this month. Let's work together and increase racial consciousness. Just click on the images for the full-size versions. You can also go to natall.com, that's N-A-T-A-L-L dot com slash flyers, natall.com slash flyers, for more downloadable and printable National Alliance graphics, flyers, pamphlets, and stickers. You know, we should love our race, despite its flaws. One such flaw is the unfortunately widespread inability to acknowledge who it is who has declared war on us. And make no mistake, there is a war on white people today. And recognizing who exactly it is that has declared war on you is a necessary precondition for defeating them. Beware the grifters. They are all over social media today, trying to exploit your growing love for your race and purposely minimizing or concealing from you the fact that the huge anti white army arrayed against us is gathered and coordinated and promoted primarily by one entity the Jewish power structure. Anyone who tries to divert you into believing otherwise is working against our race's true interests, is either confused or trying to take your energy and money and divert it into dead-end channels, or is working for the enemy. For an enemy you cannot name is an enemy you cannot understand, and an enemy you cannot understand is an enemy you cannot defeat. Luckily, the inability to name our enemy is not Inherent. It is learned through fear, intimidation, misinformation, and false religion. And because it is learned, it can be unlearned. By spreading the message of the National Alliance, you can be a part of that educational process. So now let me take a moment to say what I say every single February as we begin our Love Your Race campaign. I love my people. I love my people despite their shortcomings. I love them because they are my kind, and I understand them, and some of them understand what I am saying today. We see the world in ways that no other people can see it. We show that special understanding in our art, written and visual. I feel that special understanding in the knowing wisdom of my elders, in the smiles and laughter and wonder and questioning of white children, the like of which is not to be seen elsewhere on earth. When we hear Beethoven's Ninth Symphony or the haunting melody of an old folk song, that's the white race. When we see the magnificent buildings of federal Washington or Imperial London or the Acropolis or Moscow or the seven hills of Rome, that's the white race. When we read of the exploits of Pythagoras, or the Wright Brothers, or Edison, or Arthur Rudolph, that's the white race. When we read the words of Edgar Allan Poe, or Lord Dunsany, or John Dryden, or Raymond Chandler, that's the white race. When we effortlessly download libraries full of information with the click of a mouse, When we share our thoughts and ideas instantly across oceans, connected by radio waves to the endless stream of ones and zeros that is the Internet. All as we sit in our rooms made comfortable in the dead of winter by invisible and silent machinery. That is the white race. When we stand on the surface of another world and look back at the earth, or when we send robots to other worlds to tell us what is there. That is the white race. When we gaze into the microcosm of the cell and read the ancient code of the DNA that makes us what we are. That is the white race. When we hear the children's choir sing at Yuletide, and are moved to tears by their soaring voices. That is the white race. The greatest and most beautiful things of this earth have been made by white people. We should love ourselves. We should love the life force that moves in us and has made us what we are, a unique life-stream like no other, and with a destiny that is ours alone. In loving our race, we love that destiny also, for it is not just for ourselves, as we are now, that we should be moved to love. What should move you to love is the realization that all these things that I have mentioned, the great works of art and of science and of knowledge, all these things are just the bare beginnings of something that is coming. The white race, great as it is, and there is none greater, has so far only managed to raise itself just an inch or two above the primeval slime of our beginnings that is only the first step on an immense journey a journey to the stars and beyond so love your race for what it is and for what it is becoming there will be another and greater shakespeare If our race lives on, there will be a new Hellas, and I do not know for certain that it will be on Earth. If our race lives on, there will be new technology which will be to the microprocessor what the microprocessor is to a stick in the sand. If our race lives on, There will be new Bachs and Beethovens, new Leonardos and Canovas, if our race lives on. There will be new spacecraft, compared to which the Saturn V rocket will be like a child's red wagon. And the silver seed of the life of our race will take root on new worlds, if our race lives on. It is not so much to preserve what we are now that we fight, though we must do that. It is the unwritten and unknown future, rich with infinite possibilities, that is at stake. It is the promise that is in us that must be kept, the promise of our children and our children's children. The potential death of our race is a tragedy we must prevent because we would be killing something that has just begun. We would not even know what we were killing. Nietzsche said that man is something that must be overcome. He meant that man did not Defeat the beast in him, the beast that was his forebear, just to exist in perpetuity as he is. Man, European man, is a bridge to something higher, something greater, something that our best thinkers and artists can only hint at. Love your race? Yes, despite all imperfections and short-sightedness, and despite the temporarily successful assault of the Jewish opponent, despite it all, love your race. Everything depends on it, and nothing else matters.